Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Hey everybody, it's Brother Ghoulish or Ryan and Cat Daddy. Hey, or Cat Oh, sorry. <laughs> and we're here to talk about the altar short, Don't Let It In, which mm-hmm. I'll read a quick summary of. Um, and for some reason, Cat, there's two summaries for this, by the way. Yeah, I peeped that too. And um, mm. I have questions. One summary is spicier than the other. But so y'all can pick uh, between the two pills. I will read both uh, red and blue. So a Native American woman must reconnect with her heritage to defeat a legendary evil. That's the first one. Or a young Seminole woman still reeling from a recent divorce returns to her home in the Everglades with the overwhelming sense that something or someone has followed her when she unknowingly lets in a terrifying skinwalker. She must reconnect with her past and heritage to defeat it. It's written by Jessica Henrik. So, um, I can see why there's two descriptions just from hearing Skinwalker in it. Because if you notice, even though it's obvious that it's a Skinwalker or a Wendigo, they don't quite say the term. They just, 
they establish that it is like Native American lore at the very beginning, and then they start talking about the symptoms. And because we are over, <laughs> we're huge ass horror fans. We're automatically like, okay, they're talking about skinwalkers. Absolutely. I figured it was between that or as um, I'm assuming uh, Elena's dad, when she was a child, telling the story was basically telling about, the, you know, how the, the the creature will shapeshift. And I was like, OK, it's some sort of shapeshifter or someone else who is taking on the appearance of another being. Um, so I was like, OK, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's see what the fuck's going on. Was I the only one getting a vibe that Lena kind of felt like a, a skinwalker, like that was going to be the twist when she was a child in that first scene? I I figured it out was that, or she was just like really into some sort of fantasy because she really was just about, it. you know, it was very clear she was trying to get up out of here, especially when her sibling seals a deal asking her like, okay, are you really gonna leave the res? Um, which I know is a really big deal. So, but then we get this fast forward and see what the fuck is really going on. Oh, mm. Mm. yeah. And that, yeah. hmm. look, <laughs> when they were establishing the lore, I, I didn't know what to expect from, the end of this short because when they showed the knife and we're talking about like the white ash and stuff i thought what we were going to get was like this huge showdown where you know she's trying to slash this knife <laughs> at this skinwalker we didn't necessarily get that but you know we're, we're getting there in time you know because we flip between her being maybe like a teenager to being an adult and we can see that like she's in some type of relationship that she's leaving that may be abusive because the guy clearly has like a lot of rage and i understand that they say like when you get older you accidentally end up choosing partners who are just like your parents but the actor they picked to play her dude literally looks like her father's twin so it was like wow this is this is creepy yeah i had that in my notes too also i was just like okay so she leaves the res for like a better life, air quotes, or a different kind of life. Um, and then also they make a note that she um, is essentially addicted to, addicted to opioids. So she has a lot going on um, mm. and ultimately ending in the falling out of this relationship with her partner. And I was just like, ooh, girl, Elena, like life has been whooping your ass, child. Like this is serious. And then... Um, you know, so what we see the result of her escapism um, and how she's handling that and how she's navigating that. And it's it's un honestly a tough pill to swallow. Um, and then, you know, she decides to go back. I'm mean, essentially I feel like let me know if I'm well into the reservation is her dad um, to get that connection of home. You know, that starting over, you know, when you got to sometimes you got to eat crow and it's time to go home and hit the reset button if you know, you have the ability to do so because not everybody has the ability to do so. And thank goodness that, you know, regardless of whatever happened between um, Elena and her dad, she's still able to come home. I love that and I agree. I didn't pick it up from watching it because I was so busy trying to like pick apart all these little pieces, but that there it is right there. Like, you're right. She did have this benefit to finally go home and hit the reset button and put her life back on track. And I think that's a piece of why maybe on like a subconscious level, I felt like the character was very likable. Like I, I liked Elena. 
I did too. Honestly, I was feeling her jacket, her little vest with the patches on the back. I said, okay, little mama got outfits. Um, you know, she seemed like she lived life on the edge. She was very much giving fire sign. I was feeling her. Um, you know, honestly, the sash was jumping out, but let me know if I was wilding. And so um, I just wanted to say, you know, give her a hug because she really was trying to get her shit together in the end. Um, but woo chow. Hmm. She getting caught up like Usher. Okay. <laughs> and I knew it was Did about to not? really go down when she was speeding and almost hit that um that contortionist pale thing practicing its act in the middle of the night on the side of the road. I jumped. Okay. <laughs> the scare was effective. It got like, I was like, okay, wait a minute. It, it was definitely 10 pounds of something ain't right. And I was very uncomfortable. I don't like it when things skittle really fast. Like, like when things start doing stuff like that, like it, especially out the corner of your eye. And if she's like, of course, driving on a long, dark, spooky road on the way home. So you see this little at the corner, like, oh shit, what's that? I honestly would have ran it over and kept going. Yep, same. I would have never stopped. I would have like, did not read. Oh, what was that? Don't even fucking know. Just would have kept going because I absolutely not. I would have hoped that I didn't hit it because I'm I get afraid about hitting things as I'm driving. I don't I don't really like to do that. All life is precious. But woo child. But then also, like, I don't have time for the shenanigans and to see something doing the pretzel walk across the ground, like a- aggressively crab walking in my direction. Absolutely not. Pedal to the metal. You know what? I'm over here nodding and amen with you, but I actually, you know what? You know which horror trope I would accidentally fall into on that scene? It's, I'm sad to admit, but do you remember like in Scream, for example, when Gail was driving and she looked away and she looked back and wait, 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 hold up. Did I mix it up? No, I didn't mix it up. Okay. And like, she sees somebody. And so then like, she's, you know, ah, she screams and like, she flies off the road. And I hate to admit that's probably more likely to be what would have happened. Because if I'm driving, I go really fast already. I'd be pushing my Toyota to the max, baby. Like, I would be flying too fast to stop like she did because I already was over. And then seeing that contortionist in the middle of the night practicing his act on the side of the road, I probably would have just, ah, like screamed like, and slammed on the brakes. And then you know when you slam, you start to you start to spin. I probably would have flew into yeah. the bushes and and it would have been a completely different uh, story. No, I think I like instinct would have told me to put the brakes on, but I would have been like, oh, like just immediately like boop. Just, I feel like I would have just had to like hit the being. And then like maybe after about a mile, I'd be like, damn. Wait, I have a question for you. What if you try to yes. hit it? And you know, in some of those movies, like zombie movies, they jump up on the car. Like, what if you tried to hit them, but they jumped up on the car like some eight-legged freaks type shit? <laughs> the scream, I would the yelp that would have crept out of my throat. I couldn't. No, I would have shit myself. I know uh-uh. it. I would have slammed on the brakes. But. And it just be stressed, like start crying because I already know, like it's the end of days. The thing is, on top of the roof, it's already about to break dance on my soul. It's over. I'm upset. I could me not, too. Not break dancing on the soul, child. Shit, but uh, she should have had some sage on her. Also, like, did she not know what she was going into? Because if we saw it, she saw this pale thing, like you said, aggressively crab walking in her direction. 
I think she just tried to pretend, like I said, like, oh, did not read and just wanted to keep going. But this is something that, you know, well, oh, no, maybe she thought that this was something that she saw in this one particular place. And if she kept on riding down the road, positive intent, that, you know, maybe it wouldn't come back. I personally would not move like that. Like, I personally would just be like, okay, maybe there's a chance I might see this shit pop up again. So let me just go ahead and go and do what I got to do. And then let me get on out because she gets to that house. I I feel like the logic kind of flew out of the window mm-hmm. slowly, to be quite yeah. honest, especially when, um, you know, I understand you're in there. It's quiet. You're kind of rummaging through your dad's things. You're waiting for him to come home. Okay, cool. This makes sense. You get in the shower, you get out the shower. Somebody's aggressively, they banging on the door like the police. And I'm like, oh shit, okay, what's good? So <laughs> you you pull up, you see it's nobody there. Clearly somebody playing at your door. That's the sentence right there. But then um, you think you hear your dad, you turn around, you get in the shower, but you never visually confirm. Like you don't hear the footsteps. You don't, you just hear a voice. I was like, are you lacking like that? Like, what's what's going on? Maybe it was just me. I don't know. No, it, it wasn't just you. Because, like, I thought I missed something the first time. Because, like you said, like, she opened the door. Like, she threw it open. And then she just turned around and just started walking away. And I'm like, even if I know for a fact, like, it's my mom or my dad's voice. Like you said, the visual confirmation. Just hugging them. Just alone. Like, part of the excitement is seeing your folks and then, like, talking shit with them you know you might see like your siblings or something like you might crack a joke on them or something but for me to just open my door and turn my back like no ain't no damn way it just screams unsafe also because i know that i have probably heard of so many different random situations because you know anything could happen on top of seeing so many scary movies like girl that could be anybody with a talk boy all kinds of bullshit just hitting play on it you know we saw this in scream you got the you know the talk boy to the mouth you up here talking shit you know saw man voice tapes you could be anything you could truly be anybody and you just left the door open you did mm-hmm. still no visual contact like i it just terrifies me because of like the small ways people are caught lacking mm-hmm. uh, and i'm like damn that's you ain't gotta be like that baby and then what's even sickening is when Elena realizes she is caught lacking. So when the, um, she gets the, when she's talking to Tristan on the phone and, you know, he's like, you know, we've been trying to call you all day. First of all, how come the phone ain't never ring? For one. I'm nervous. I'm scared for you, baby. Two paired with one. They've been trying to get you on the line all day. Not only is your daddy not there like you thought, he is in the hospital and he is no longer with us. That's crazy. So I'm just like, something happened where it was preventing her from really making the connection that she wanted to connect with. And that was really like, ugh, that really tore me up. And then two paired with one, like I first thought, who did you invite in your house? Like I wrote that in all caps in my notes. Who did you really let in? <laughs> what did I write? Let me see. I, my, my notes be very dramatic. Let me see. I said... It appears to be her father. So she opens the door, turns her back, and walks away to let him in. And I actually put three dots and everything. I really need to be stopped. But that part had me dead, though. 
I'm with you, but also like your notes are not that dramatic. I'm with, I really like, I want to live in your notes. They seem really extensive. Mine consists of pictures. I'll show you later. Really? Like, like, like you drew? Like doodles. Cause I'm out of control. It's like, it's, it's like little stories and notes all around doodles. We'll discuss later. But yeah, I wrote in there. I was like, oh, um, who did you let in in another color once again? Who the hell did you let in? Like, I was just so fed up with, like, once again, we're so focused on the escape. Mm-hmm. We're not really thinking things through. You know, we're just, we're, we're, we're just, boom, once I got to dance house. Okay, cool. Like, but we're, I don't even know. I don't even know if this character, I can't identify one time this character showed me, and maybe I'm looking too deep into it that they were really focused on other shit outside of themselves for various reasons. Let me know if I'm wilding. No, I, I can see that. I can you definitely gotta wake see up, that. third eye. It's definitely some, it was definitely some growth opportunity in there for the character and all the things that like she sacrificed and coming back home to find that it's too late. And you know, you can never really get back time. And I mean, there were a couple of cute little lessons in there. Like, like for example, at the beginning when the father said something about it's important that we share our stories because in the end, they're all we are. That's, I mean, I like that. And it is part of why when there are like Native American folkloric stories about like skinwalkers and Wendigos, I find that fascinating. It's the same reason like I find like where hyenas fascinating and, and other stuff like that because it's a chance for us to learn about other cultures and mm-hmm. nine times out of ten it's other stories kind of like wrapped all up in that anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel you um i just literally had to write in my notes because that was a word and you can never really get back time like you can't get it back like that's on period um and that's sad that she had to once again learn this lesson um and i'm with you in terms of like diving deep in the interest in um that type of lore and folklore so that's really exciting i also saw that the character um that the the character was supposed to be from the Seminole. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a Seminole character. And I was like, okay, well, my only question was, was there any other indigenous writers on the team? Like I was really trying to do my Googles on that. Um, and I'm hoping that those voices were in the room because that would be wonderful because I had questions. I'm gonna hold the questions for later, but I have questions. That's a damn good question. That I had is. a hard time finding it, but I'm I'm very much interested. So if you are listening, please pull up, pull up, because I would like to know. Yeah, I would too, especially because that's a whole nother conversation. Like this, this can have an addendum episode. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. and I'm very much interested in um, looking for more indigenous horror, whether it's short stories or any kind of form of media. So. I'm very much interested because I kind of hit a roadblock while um, researching this. So anybody who works on this project, this project, not project, what kind of accent? Did I let Roman in, even though I'm not with her right now? But did I let, (laughs) did I let them in? Oh, no. Did you say Roman? Is that a key reference? Yes. I was like, well, also, I'm not rocking right now. Awesome, man. (laughs) Did I let Roman in? Um, but Jessica Henrik, anybody that's rocking with them or worked with this project, please let me know because I would love to know more. Um, and I'm always looking for more indigenous horror. So give it to me. So what were your final thoughts on Don't Let It In? Don't Let It In was a good little like roughly 15 minute 
short film. Um, it, I honestly was on the edge of my seat. Um, I felt like the story was easy to follow. Um, I liked the way it looked visually, like it was kind of like gritty. It was moody, a lot of like cool toes, but it was like a blue kind of like hints. Like it was like, I don't know. It felt like I was in a weekend video. Um, and I'm so serious. And um, I felt like I could not personally, even though I could not personally relate to the character Elena, I really could kind of feel for what she was going through. And that's important to me. Um, and I want to, I want to know what happens next because it ends on a cliffhanger. Um, and if not necessarily with Elena, but maybe someone else who is also experiencing the same type of thing, or maybe something in this universe. Um, so ultimately, um, Dami Moss, I need more. Thank you so much. I would like more too. That that's been so far through doing the altar tapes. That's one of the things that like, I noticed for a lot of the shorts. Um, the mm -hmm. ones that I really love, they feel like they could be prologues to like a longer body of work. And this falls into that. I could see this being fleshed out. And maybe when we start the actual like movie itself, we know it's not Elena because of the prologue, but maybe the characters don't. And like, we actually start to watch this unraveling and it would be scary. Cause like it was paced well, like you saying you were on the edge of your seat. I feel that because I was too. I jumped a little bit at that contortionist like you did. And I also was invested in this character. I didn't want anything to happen to her, but it did. I was surprised when it did and I actually cared. So I feel like in 15 minutes it landed the plane. I mean, when you think about it, it's less than 15 minutes, right? Because they roll the credits. So like, it's like 13 minutes or something. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. But I looked, I was like, but don't just say, did I? You know what? It's my my business. That's all I'm gonna my, do. My business. <laughs> all right. That's what like you know roughly fifteen. No, roughly. Yeah. All right. Well, are we gonna wrap this thing down? You gonna tell the folks where to find you? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, number one. I'm having such a good time talking on the Anatomy of Scream podcast network, doing these alternates. It's so much fun. Um, but it's me, Cat Daddy. You can find me um, on my regular daytime podcast, which is Girl That's Scary. I'm one half of that. My other half is uh, Jazz, the 40 ounce connoisseur. Um, and you can find us literally at Girl That's Scary on anything. Just put it in the internet machine and we're going to pop up. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. Oh, nice. And I'm saying this like I don't know and I don't follow y'all on all things and worship y'all on all things. But y'all need to Aww. definitely listen to Girl That's Scary. They're excellent. Definitely the pod to listen to. And Thank you. Because I love all y'all. It's so many of y'all. I can't even name because my brain be fried like spaghetti sauce. You know, the school year is over or almost over. But if you're not following Brother Ghoulish, I really don't know what to tell you. That's actually just it. If you're really trying to get into this storyteller shit, I don't really know what to tell you and that's just it so finish plugging yourself because that's that's where we start finishing begin <laughs> thank you first of all and like kat said you can find me at brother ghoulish on all social media things and you can also check out my website brotherghoulish.com for links to all of the pods that i'm on because it's a few now and and um the main one is brother ghoulish's tomb where I talk about horror hot topics and also news that is going on. 
I was sharing horror short stories and I'll do a few this season, but I'm working on getting my book out. So the story's a little light right now, but we're going to have yes. a good time nonetheless. <laughs> we love to see it regardless. And thank y'all for tuning in. All right, y'all. And until next time, go watch some Alter and, you know, get scared in 15 minutes or less. All yep. right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, y'all. Be sure to tune in next week to hear me and Bobby from Bobby Likes a Spooky discuss one of the latest Alter Shorts, Brackish, by Krista Barini. Be sure to tune in, y'all, because this one is going to be good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.